Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here's Jalen Anthony Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we do? And get a people! What they want. Lions had a huge win this weekend. So we had to have who on the program later today. It's only right that we have a great running back in today's NFL representing my Detroit Lions, DeAndre Swift. We'll be right here. Swift will be on the show later. And we have some interesting words from Aaron Rodgers about that game as well. We'll ask him about that. that We will hear. We'll ask him about that. But we start with the only team that matters in the National Football League, the Buffalo Bills. Tough loss to the Jets. Came down to the wire. And it was this play that may have injured my guy, Josh Allen's elbow. Elbow's not supposed to bend that way, Mr. Rose. We're still awaiting exactly the extent of the injury. But, Jalen, this has impacted the MVP race. At that point in the season, I had Josh Allen as my MVP. Mm. We are midway through the season. Who do you think is the MVP looking at the odds right here? And... I'm so very glad that this program is conscious that we're not going to have this conversation until at least 50% of the way through a season. There are already people that are talking about the NBA and are already only talking about the MVP. With that being said, two things I want to acknowledge. In that video, the Jets defense getting pressured this year. Oh, oh, yeah. They balling. Oh, yeah. Jets defense balling. With that being said, I want to say Patrick Mahomes – just because there's a reinvention there without Tyreek Hill and the way he just willed them to victory last weekend, running the ball, throwing the ball. Juju Smith-Schuster has had big games. I've seen Valdez Scantling have a big game or two. Um, Kelsey is always there trying to figure it out at running back. So I, I, I want to say Patrick Mahomes, and he on my fantasy team, he wouldn't be a lot of money. Those runs he had last week. Like he, incredible. He wasn't just doing it with his in, in, Incredible. But I'm going to go with my namesake. Oh, Jalen Hurts. Oh! Absolutely. Have you seen A.J. Brown the last couple of weekends? Hmm. That's the improvement in Jalen Hurts' game. You and I have been betting since he got in the league that he was going to run the ball and get rushing TDs. Yep. He has one of the best noses for the goal line as a quarterback in the league. But to open it up with those receivers... Has been a game changer. It's hard to argue with this because a lot of the MVP is based on team success. Mm-hmm. So if they truly do go undefeated or 16-1, and one, it, he has a much better chance of winning. But when you look at those odds right there at the bottom of the screen, see that plus 900 next mm. to Lamar Jackson? That's a good I'm bet. I'm not saying That's a good bet, that though. I think Lamar Jackson will with MVP, but if you ask me to put actual hard-earned money on one of these four, I agree. it would be Lamar Jackson because of the plus 900. Boom, and I don't want that to go over people's head. When you bet and you're doing it for value, and mm-hmm. if he's in striking range and he's plus 900, 
Put ten dollars down, <laughs> get ninety back. Or if you're Jalen, put ten thousand exactly. dollars down and get ninety thousand dollars back. We're gonna move on to the only game that mattered from this last weekend, and it was the one in Detroit between the Lions and the Packers. And as he always does, Aaron Rodgers went on the Pat McAfee show, and he disrespected your squad. Look, no disrespect, but did they play great? I mean, they had uh, we had. You know, 40 yards offense on a moon ball up and down the field. I threw an interception off the helmet. I threw an interception about five yards short of Dave. I mean, it wasn't like, uh, uh, you know, I didn't play a great game. We still made a lot of mental mistakes. Um, but I don't think they really stopped us. So, you know, it's more about us, I think, than, than them. Why is he acting like he didn't throw the ball off a helmet? And why is he acting like he's not the one who threw it to Hutchinson instead of Bakhtiari? So, first off, the two things can be true. We didn't play the game of our lives. Mm-hmm. We didn't have, you know, 400-yard passing, and our offense wasn't, you know, resembling Eric Coriel by any means. No. But hold on. They didn't lose the game. Let me just make sure I say this clear. They got beat. Yes. And I'm going to tell you one statistic in particular, interceptions. As long as you're watching great quarterbacks – in the NFL, like Aaron Rodgers, you know what they really do? Have that many picks in the same game. Yes. Two of them in the red zone. And those ones in the end zone, the one off the helmet was way behind the receiver. If it didn't hit that helmet, it wasn't going anywhere near the intended target in the first place. Second second one, same thing. Bakhtiari's way over there, and he threw it like literally five yards short, as he said. Yo, he could have threw it further with his left hand. Seriously. <laughs> he could have dry-kicked it over there. I swear, if he does it again with his left hand, he completes that pass. Disrespect. Whenever you start a, a statement by no saying disrespect. no disrespect, you know what's going to follow. Correct. It's disrespect. And I, I thought when you said that he was going to diss us, that he was going to talk about a historical context. And you, I was like, whatever that. he said was true, you know? <laughs> hey, they won one playoff game in 60 years. It's true. I win a division. I threw a Hail Mary against them. That's true. All of that greatness that he can describe in the past is true. But also, they got beat this last weekend is also true. They sure did. And, and I, that's I, why, who got the game ball? Who the, who got the game ball? Defensive coordinator. Okay. There you go. Three turnovers. <laughs> we will move on to an annual tradition here at Jalen and Jacoby. And we talk about this a lot off wax. And also, it's easier to move the ball up and down the field than it is to score it in the red zone. He knows that. We talk about this all the time off Oops. wax, right? And that is the amount of players, notable players, that were in the NBA last year that are not this year. And when you look at the list every year, it's pretty surprising. Now, some of these players will make their way back onto rosters. Mm-hmm. However, when you look at this list, there's some big names on there. There's some some Hall of Famers on there. And there's some players that can contribute on there as well. But before we move on to discuss, see that name at the bottom there? Boogie! Let's play a tribute to our My guy. My guy right Very there. Very quickly, DeMarcus Cox. JRLA supporter. Boogie! <laughs> oh, the many hairstyles and facial hair configurations of Jalen Anthony Rose. So put the list back up there, please, because yes, please I don't. want you to recognize these great contributors to the NBA. They're not getting paid to play basketball right See, now. See, the one thing about being a part of this NBA family, it's a boutique. So 
tight knit that only 4,000 plus human beings have ever played in an NBA game. 4,000. So each year, the turnover is likely to be 80 players of the 450 total rosters. And, and by the way, I keep saying 450. When you look deeper into the box, box score, teams carrying 14 players now to save, save money, money on the yeah. last roster spot. How save about money. that? Save money. Come on, man. Anyway, so what ends up happening is there's always notable people in the volatile job like the NBA that are out of the league the previous season that you just seen bought. Like, Lou Will should be in the league. He should. You're trying to tell me he can't give you a hot 12 minutes off the bench? No, like, the like, like, for real, for real. Like, we know if he was on the Lakers and they put him in the game with Russell Westbrook, they would be balling. Mm, they wouldn't stop anybody, but they would be balling. They would be balling, <laughs> yes, right? Yes. And so, as I look at that roster, it also acknowledges, for me, the weaknesses of certain teams. So, if you the Nets, why you don't take a flyer on a guy like Boogie to play up front and give you some minutes? Like, you did it with um, uh, Andre Drummond. They should have kept him. Drummond and, he, and Blake. Yeah, Aldridge. It, a lot of those guys were on the Nets last year. Well, not not Blake. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think Blake. But is Blake on this list? Blake is not on this list. He's going to the Celtics. <laughs> respectfully. Respectfully. He's on the Celtics. Okay, good. We, we Let's revisit that this time next year with all okay. due respect. And the one thing about a guy like Boogie, this was just recent. Wasn't this like 12 months ago? ago? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that right? He was filling in for the Joker and had a 30-point game against somebody. Like, he should be in the league. So, also, the other thing I want to acknowledge is what you're going to do after the game. Because sometimes, like I say, Mm -hmm. only all-time great players choose when they walk away. Kobe chose when he walked away. Mamba out. Peyton Manning chose when he walked away. Like, Tim Duncan chose. A lot of times, the game chooses you. And so I just wanted to shout those guys out because many of those guys. And what about Lance? Lance, Lance will be back. You know what I mean? Lance is just—he's just—he's just—you know—he's just resting right now. Lance will be back. Exactly. With Jerry West on his chest. And one thing that we talk about off wax that I want to recognize. And Mello is people like me, Jalen, normal human beings that work our job. They work until they're about 65, 70 years old, and then we just pick up a hobby and retire to Florida or whatever. Mm-hmm. But. When you retire at 30, you have the whole rest of your life to look forward to that you have to figure out, which is the unique position that a professional athlete is in. It is, and I'm glad that you're teeing this part of it up because that's why I always talk about the score of the game and the game of life and the ability to be a multi-hyphenate, the ability to reinvent yourself because these are young men, as you mentioned, the game leaves you in your 30s. Now all of a sudden you still have to be a functioning member of society, contribute to your family, all of the goals and dreams and aspirations, entrepreneurial spirits you may have outside of the sport. You know, taking advantage of the things that you learned along the way, the relationships and the people you met along the way. So that's, in theory, when life actually really begins. And I also think civilians with myself will look at that statement and be like, well, they're rich, so it doesn't matter. But they still have to fill their time. They still have to make themselves happy. They still have to exist on the planet for another 50 years. So big shout to all those notable people that are no longer in the league. We will see a lot of those people back yes, in indeed. the league, is yes, my indeed. prediction. No doubt. It is now time for very important news that matters. We made our way through the Halloween candy. The last rappers are making their way to the trash can now. So it's time to turn our attention to the great 
Thanksgiving holiday, Mr. Rose. Mm. And there is some news from my home state, the great state of Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Two things that are very important to the Thanksgiving experience come from the great state of Massachusetts. Ooh. One would be cranberries, mm. which were the leading crop that our state produced until recently it was supplanted by another Halloween staple, cannabis. Jalen Rose, <laughs> there is more cannabis than cranberries coming out of Massachusetts. Which are you more likely to partake in on Thanksgiving, cranberries or cannabis? I might plead the fifth on this one. Okay. We don't but how about this? Fired. How about this? Cajun deep fried turkey. During Thanksgiving. I'm going to put this on everybody's radar right now. Mm. Start getting your turkeys. Find somebody in your life that can make you one of these. It will change your life forever. It I may, know you only eat turkey no. during Thanksgiving. It may change your life But this change your life because have you, you eaten it during the regular season? Because we've all seen those videos of the turkeys exploding <laughs> in people's backyards. And I'm going to leave this Conversation with this take. I thought of my answer. Turkey is cranberries. Turkey is wildly overrated. And don't make the fancy cranberry sauce. Give me the cranberry sauce with the can ripples in it. I don't (laughs) want the fancy stuff. Jalen Rose, who's joining us in just seconds. Just seconds on the program. One of the most versatile backs in the NFL. And he plays for my Detroit Lions. DeAndre Swift joins us next. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby coming to you live from the Seaport in New York City and brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. Jalen Rose, our next guest, is on a football team with a one-game win streak. Who's joining us right now? All I know is this. The gentleman from Philly represents the Georgia Bulldogs to the fullest. He also is a terrific, versatile running back for my hometown, Detroit Lions. Please welcome the talented DeAndre Swift to Jalen and Jacoby. What up, though, family? What up? How y'all doing? Thank y'all for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. Congratulations on the big win at home against the Packers. We saw some video from inside the locker room, Coach Dan Campbell giving out the game ball. It seemed like like, like an emotional moment. What was it like being with that group after that big win that you guys needed? Like you said, it was emotional. Uh, We needed it. We knew we needed it throughout the week, Um, the way we prepared, the way Coach had us prepared throughout the week. That's why you see the emotion after the game, um, how he addresses as a team. But um, like you said, emotional necessary win, uh, like you said, one game winning streak, trying to keep it rolling this week. Absolutely. And against a division foe, in particular the Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers. So going into that game, we understand that offseason he talked about the Packers and he owning the division. So not only did we win, but how sweet was it for us to beat the Packers 
and pick off Aaron Rodgers three times. It was amazing. It was amazing. The atmosphere was crazy throughout the whole game. Um, Aaron Rodgers, great quarterback on the other side of the ball. So for our defense to be able to have that type of success against him, it goes back to the preparation we had throughout the week and how Coach had us ready for the game. Well, the defense has a different assignment this week as the Chicago Bears are the next opponent, and they've got to stop Justin Fields. Do they have you running scout team quarterback? Like, how do, how do you prepare for someone that can run like Justin Fields can? <laughs> we got our work cut out for us this week. Uh, great athlete, great quarterback on the other side this week. Um, great, up for the challenge, though, up for the challenge. A lot of people got introduced to the Detroit Lions via hard knocks and head coach Dan Campbell. So can you talk about what it's like to play for Coach Campbell? Oh, man, it's amazing. Exactly what y'all see in the media is how he is every day. Passionate, caring, loving. He wants to win. Um, he's going to make us work throughout the week, but um, type of coach you want to play for, the type of coach you want to play for, for sure. Really emotional. Um, love his job. Love his job. So it make it easy for us to come to work and put the work in. So you and Jamal Williams are one of the best one-two punches at the running back position on the same team. What is your relationship Ballin. like with him, and how do you guys sort of like you divvy up the carries and the responsibilities and make each other better? Oh, Jamal, man, we work hard, um, complement each other real well. Um, Jamal is a great running back, very balanced, can do everything, agile, dependable, consistent. Um, just a fun guy to be around, fun guy to be around. So I feel like when neither one of us is a game, and when we come out, there's really no let off. And I feel like defenses have to do their job to kind of control that. But um, our one-two punch is definitely a good one. Like Terrell Owens once said, let's, let's talk about my quarterback. Let's talk about Jared Montana, number 16 under center. I know we got off to a slow start, but what are the team goals going forward? And talk about what you see from Jared Goff. Man, consistency. Um, natural born leader. We're going to go as far as he take us. Um, taking it one week at a time, though, can't really look too far in the future. I feel like we can control our destiny. Um, like you said, one game winning streak, trying to make it a two game winning streak this week. So just taking it one game at a time, one practice at a time. But JG, that's the guy right there. He get us in the right plays, the right situations. Um, like I said, he lead us. We're going to go as far as he take us. So you represent the Detroit Lions, but you also represent the Georgia Bulldogs. Big win this Georgia, weekend. Where Georgia. did you watch the game? Who did you watch it with? And who do you think is the number one team in the nation? <laughs> I believe Georgia is the number one in the nation after last week, for sure. But I was in the house watching, uh, watching the first half. I've only caught the first half, but I understood they took care of business. They didn't really need to buy the second half. They did a great job, man. Kirby with doing a great job with them guys, making sure they're ready every week. But they definitely should be number one. You're a talented, versatile back. You can run, you can catch, run between the tackles, run on the outside. But growing up, I want to ask, who are your top five running backs? Who are five people that inspired you at the running back position? Top five. Ain't nobody ever asked me that. Um, no order, though. I'm going to go no order. Uh... Sean McCoy okay. kind of my mind. Um, Shady. Definitely. Yeah, Shady McCoy. Love his game. Uh, as he would say, crazy work. Love his game. Um, love, love watching Walter Payton. Um, not really my era, but just how he played the game. Adrian Peterson was one of my favorite guys to, uh, to watch. And I got to play with him my rookie year, so that was amazing too. Um, who else? 
Marshall Falk, most definitely. And I'm going to have to go with, uh, I used to love watching Mark Ingram in Alabama. With him and Trent Richardson, that little duo right there, I used to love watching. Dope, dope, dope. Absolutely appreciate that. Now, um, I had the honor of joining Jalen in the city of Detroit. We went to the Lions game, went to the Pistons game, you know, went to the, went to the big house. So now that you've been in Detroit for a few years now, how do you feel about the city and sort of and, and the, the fans and the way that blue-collar city gets behind the Lions? Man, I love the city. Uh, the fans, they're they going to show up and show up no matter what. Uh, I know we had a couple, well, a long time coming, um, fan base-wise, but they show up and show up every time the atmosphere like i said this year has been crazy um probably tribute to hard knocks and everything the build up to the season but ever since i've been here i can't really complain i feel like we got some of the best fans in the in the country um they show up and show out whether it's pistons games lions hockey team i just love the culture we have in the city and uh, i feel like we're on the right track let's talk music for a second what are you listening to right now? Whether you're in the car, at the crib, pre-game, post-game. Like, who are some of the artists that you're listening to right now? Last couple of days, I've been listening to the uh, new Drake album. Trying to really listen to that. But uh, right before the game and stuff like that, for my practice, I'm listening to Lil Baby, um, Future, um, pretty much the hip-hop stuff. But I listen to a little bit of everything. So uh, before the season, Jalen said that the Lions were going to be 14-3. and three. I don't know if you guys are going to reach that goal right year. now. I don't know if you're going to reach that goal at this point in the season. However, what are your realistic expectations for this season for the Lions? Like I said, we take it game by game. Try to win this one because it's the next one. Mm-hmm. And then keep going from there. I said I feel like control our own destiny. Where we at right at this point, we understand that every game from now on is got to be a win game so we understand how we need to prepare take it on from there but we just got to take it day by day and game by game can't really look too far ahead deandre i want to come into the locker room for a second so who's the funny guy on the team who's the best dressed guy on the team funniest we got a couple characters on the team uh i'm gonna say jerry (laughs) jerry jacobs is one of them funny guy uh who else? Jamal, he's funny. There's different types of funny, though. There's different types of funny. Um, best dress, um, excluding myself, I'm going to have to say, uh, I'm going to say Akuda. Akuda. Um, who else know how to dress? Uh, uh, who else? Amani know how to dress. It's a couple of them. It's a couple of them. It's a couple of them. It depends on what your taste is and what you're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> so we we oftentimes play the famous clip of Dan Campbell saying that he's going to bite kneecaps and eat kneecaps. Have you spoken to him about his habit of cannibalism of eating other humans' kneecaps? No, I have not. But like I say, he does every day, every day. So you know what you're getting from him. <laughs> I gotta ask you about since you represent Philly to the fullest. Let's talk about your Sixers. They acquired James Harden. Maxie's ascending as a terrific player. Joel Embiid is an MVP candidate. Is this the year for your Philadelphia 76ers to win the East? First of all, I'm a Pistons fan as well. Put that out there, I'm a Pistons fan as well. But <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like this is the year for the Sixers. They can they could definitely do it this year. I feel like they got the right pieces. Um, second year with uh with Harden and on the team. Um, I feel like Doc Rivers doing a great job with them guys. 
there's definitely going to be the year for them. I feel like the Pistons and the Lions are somewhat parallel. You know what I mean? They, the Pistons have a great young core that's not necessarily contending right at the moment, but you can see it happening in a couple of years. Do you see the same thing that I see in the Pistons in your Lions? I definitely see similarities. Like you said, both teams kind of young, um, but building at the same time. And like you see the little, little flashes of how we can be. Um, we got to put it all together, physically, football and basketball, I feel like. But definitely similarities in both DeAndre, I want to thank you for joining us. I appreciate you for the way you put on for the city, your leadership with the Lions, and your terrific player. And I'm glad you joined us this week because I already know you're about to have two touchdowns this weekend. Yeah! Appreciate the Thanks a lot. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be right Thanks back with lot. more. You are watching Jalen and Jacoby. Shout out to DeAndre Swift. He's a beast. Thank you for watching Jalen Jacoby on television, but don't forget to subscribe to the podcast as well and call 985-80-JALEN. Leave us voicemails with your Thanksgiving questions. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, we have an update on a story that we acknowledge every single day. What is that? It's sad that Brittany Griner is still wrongfully detained and her condition seeming to be getting worse after 265 days. So we wish her health and a speedy, safe return to the United States. She's been moved to a penal colony. We do not know exactly where she is, and no one might know for a couple weeks. We want her to be home as soon as possible. Jalen Rose, sad, man. the college football rankings came out, and um, there's one team on the top four that I think you should point out. And the thing is, Blake just getting started out of the backfield. He mm. told us- Just getting started? Shake, shaking Blake. Shaking play? No doubt about it. And if we're going to eventually win at Ohio State, which I'm putting into the atmosphere, it's going to be because our ground game and our physicality on defense. And J.J. on the center. I'm really excited about my Wolverines. You see Wolverines basketball? Yeah, dude. You see Jason Jett out yeah, there balling? For Jawan, I'll be the A-square soon to come represent. Thank you to DeAndre Swift. We'll be back tomorrow, ESPN2, as always, oh, 4 p.m. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast-exclusive content for our podcast listeners. One thing we need from our podcast listeners, Thanksgiving content. We're getting ready for the big holiday. So we want you to call in. What's the number, Jalen? 985-80-J-A-L-E-N. We want to know what are some of your hottest Thanksgiving takes. Mine, turkey is trash. <laughs> turkey is not worth it. So let's talk about this. We had chicken last year. Did not miss the turkey whatsoever. The chicken was delicious. Turkey does not taste good. Well, something that you say supports that fact in a lot of way, but I want to dismiss it. We only eat turkey during Thanksgiving. That's it. That's it. But what I've realized recently, I actually eat more turkey that doesn't get enough credit. Like turkey clubs. Turkey sandwiches don't count. That is not even turkey. By the time it gets to the cold cut form, it's no longer turkey. That's true. That's true. You know true. what I mean? By the time That's it turns true. into like, I eat, I eat turkey sandwiches once a week. That's true. That's my go-to deli sandwich is a turkey <laughs> sandwich. But I don't consider that turkey. Yeah, this is controversial. Different we, product. We need, we need everybody to chime in on this. 
Is turkey overrated? My Jalen yes. versus everybody family. Yes, J and J fam called 98580 J A L E. overrated. But here's a game changer. Cajun deep fried turkey. No, thank you. That'll change your life. No, thank you. That'll be that. That'll change your life. All I know about deep fried turkey is what I've seen on the internet, and that is people exploding once they put the turkey inside <laughs> the thing. It's just too dangerous. It's I'm, too dangerous. I'm telling you right now, if you've never had deep fried turkey, you have time to start preparing to make it happen. I in have your had life. deep fried turkey. Find it somebody is better than regular turkey, but it's still not as good as chicken. If someone said, "Would you like a deep fried turkey or would you like a deep fried chicken?" Which one would you say? Deep fried turkey. No, you would not. No, you're just lying in a microphone. Hey, and let me just tell you something. The only drumstick that I like that's large, like on the Flintstones, ain't chicken. It ain't those, at those churches. Are those are gross. I, it's turkey no, legs. As someone who just came I back from Walt Disney turkey World, legs. turkey legs are disgusting. I can't even, not only will I not eat one, I can't even not look the at someone else. Sticks in them. I can't look They're at not, someone not, else yeah, eat not, them. Not, yeah, the tendons yeah, and like yeah, all the stuff not, in there. Yeah, and not, oh. not, My not son those. got one just to spite me one day because he knows I don't like Good them. Good for him. He got one just to spite me. He didn't. Even, he ate like 10% of it. Good for him. No one wants, no one wants those. But I'm telling you, deep fried turkey will change your life find somebody that's gonna make you a deep fry how many times have, see you see here's what happened also i brought it to the staff multiple years on the west coast mm-hmm. you just missed it or and or no, left i tried it i had it you tried it one time yeah, I've tried i did it. it like four or five yeah, years i was there i remember exactly where the conference room i was in when i was there thank you very much mr rose but but, but i have other questions for our, our listeners 98580 jalen chime in what time do you eat dinner who cooks? What are your best sides? When is your first beverage? Do you watch football all day? Hit the day? brakes. Hit the brakes. Something special happened in this Thanksgiving. And I'm very um, excited and gracious to announce this. I've been invited to be a Grand Marshal in Detroit's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Whoa! Whoa! Grand Marshal of the parade. You're not just in the parade. I'll be sitting on the back of the car. All of that. Just waving. Yes. Like Princess Diana. Yes. Absolutely. I'm so very grateful that uh, I'm going to get a chance to do that. So to answer your question, you asked me what time was I going to eat. I was going to give you an answer surrounding the Lions. Because normally I'm watching the parade and tailgating, getting ready to kind of eat, so to speak. I would say I'm going to eat multiple times Mm. for sure. And your body clock is different depending on how early you wake up. So if I need to be there at like 9 on Thanksgiving, I got another controversial thing to ask. What's that? Should I be? Well, you don't like Thanksgiving. I want to ask you guys. I don't like Thanksgiving? (laughs) Where'd you get that from? I mean, you don't like turkey. I don't like turkey. Okay. So I don't like Thanksgiving on, much, to be honest. Correct. <laughs> okay, clearly. That was my point. And so on that day, I'm not trying to necessarily wake up eating eggs. I need something in my stomach because I, this is, I've been with my wife for 20 years. She does the cooking. Her mother used to do the cooking, RIP. And I know that not everything's ready until like 3, 4 o'clock. <laughs> so if I don't eat a, something around 9 or 10, then I just like, I'm going to lose my mind. Okay. So I'll probably have some eggs. It's not, to me, it's not a real breakfast without eggs. Really? Yeah. Oh, I have many breakfasts without eggs. Oatmeal. Nah, oatmeal, cereal. I've got kids. You know what I mean? Toast. 
But um, other Thanksgiving questions I have for you. Favorite and worst sides. Are we doing beers, wine, cocktails? What's the what's the adult beverage of choice? See, on a day like that, and I don't know if you can say on wax what you say every time I order one of these type of beverages. I'm going like wine cooler to pace myself that day. Wine cooler. You are yeah. old. <laughs> You're like an one old of those, man. One of those little For drinks. all of our listeners under 30, a wine cooler is basically a truly, right? It's basically <laughs> like, like a white one, cloth. Something in a can. Remember Seagram's? Remember those two yeah, guys on the porch? Yes. <laughs> I remember having my first Seagram's. <laughs> I remember my they first They started making Seagram's, Seagram's mixed. Those started to be mixed. It was like a, a iced tea those were one. were good. Those were good. Yeah. Seagram's were, were nice and yeah, light. Yeah. One thing you can't do is like have bourbon at like 11.30. No, no. That's, I can't do that. No, I no. That's too that. physical. And also, one of the things, like my wife does all the cooking, but then she she's done. And rightfully so. And she's done. Check, so like, check so out. No, this, this, this goes you, into you my beverage Will consumption. You Chamberlain's stat sheet the night he had like 50 yeah. and 40 yeah. and 30 and 20 yeah. and 10, 10, 10. So then That's how she feel after of, she cooked. All of the leftovers, I got to put all those away. Never enough room in the fridge. Never. Never enough room Never. in the fridge. I, I might as well buy another fridge right now in advance. <laughs> I should buy one of those little fridges right now on Amazon while I'm doing the pod. That's a good Cause one. Because there's never That's enough room one. in the fridge. You, and then she's like, oh, keep the turkey carcass because I'm going to make broth later. No, you're not. No, you're not. You've done it once. And it was so fatty and greasy, I couldn't even eat it. You're not making broth out of the carcass of the turkey. Can I throw this thing away? I mean, that's just a way to try to keep everything. It's like a souvenir. You're savoring. I know. You took so much time She's in like, the kitchen. You have the food in there that you bought, and you didn't use it all. And then you have the food that you just cooked and ate. And you're trying to eat it for how many more days? Controversial Thanksgiving practice. Last okay. year, we went no turkey and chicken. This year, we're doing something that we've never done before Uh-oh. as a family. Uh-oh. And I don't even know if anyone's ever done this. Uh-oh. Thanksgiving trip. Family is going to Jamaica. I like it. To get the children in touch with their Jamaican heritage. I like Jamaica's good. Jamaica's and very good. I feel good. like we will get a Thanksgiving-themed meal that will have different flavors. And will be just, just seasoned differently. Yes. Jerk turkey, Ooh. I can rock with. Turkey, I cannot. A little curry in there. Well, well, hold on. Hold, 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 see, hold on. Rice and peas. Hold on. Hey. Cur- correct. Well, I mean, you, you, I mean, you know, you, you go, you, you probably be hungry a lot when mm-hmm. you're in Jamaica. I'll just say you probably eat more than usual. Yeah, I'll be hungry. I'll be munching. Yeah, you'll be, you be a little hung, more munching. hungry than usual. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, but here's the thing: I, I want you to teach yourself, sir teach myself something yeah your issue isn't turkey yes it is because you just said you're gonna have jerk turkey you can put jerk seasoning on a a baseball glove and i would eat it like you know what i mean (laughs) there you go you put put jerk seasoning on like my iphone and i'd be the best (laughs) iphone i've ever eaten that's true i I have a controversial question for you go ahead and uh this reminds me of you know my my grandmother and my mother rest in peace love and miss them so much how and when were you ever exposed to chitlins? Never. I'm that. I'm white. <laughs> Sometimes it's like you forget. I'm, I'm a white guy from Massachusetts. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever made chitlins in Massachusetts in the history of the state. 
<laughs> Seriously, I think it's against the law. <laughs> Cannabis, legal. Chitlins, nah. Not going to be able to do it. I've never had chitlins. I've never been around chitlins. I've never smelled the chitlins cooking. No. No oh, chitterlings man. for me. No chitterlings. So, okay. No. I, so, so, so that's why no. KRS-One said, teach us, teach, and do the world good. Kings just rule and most are never understood. I'm here to teach you something. Just like bacon in, or anything else. In the early days of our bondage and slavery, black people decided that we were going to eat all pieces of the pig mm-hmm. because we didn't have a choice. And one of the residues were that were pig intestines. Oh, I'm familiar with what it is. I know, but there's people who are watching this yeah. program that I wanted to get a nice laugh because I knew you didn't know what it was. But I also wanted to educate them because I don't think they're as prevalent anymore. Hold on. Hold on. See, I forgot you were live. I just got breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> Joey Jacoby's chiming in on the text. I got caught. <laughs> text says. Really? Talking about me on Thanksgiving, <laughs> I will make the broth. <laughs> I'm not going home today. I'm staying. I'm staying. I'm staying in the studio tonight. Sorry, Joey. Shout joie. She makes the best Thanksgiving food in the world: mac and cheese, collard greens. The collard greens are always kind of ready first, and I'm hungry, so I, I make my sweep through the kitchen and I always grab some collard greens. My, my first meal is strictly collard greens. My first meal is strictly collard greens on an empty stomach. Well, well, but 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 when you walk it through the kitchen, do you like just like grab her by the waist or give her a kiss? Say thank thank you. Yeah, of course. How many times on a day like Thanksgiving, if she's cooking ten hours, Is you walk no in and out of, of the kitchen? No shortage of appreciation. Okay, gotcha. None whatsoever. None okay, whatsoever. gotcha. But I definitely have two hours of work to do. Joey, we gotta buy a fridge. <laughs> that was a good one. We gotta buy a fridge. Yes, that, that's a good that's one. Not for good real. Because there's like because the, the the turkey carcass is big. And then you got the mac and cheese is in a big thing, and and like the collard greens and the stuffing and like everything else. I can't fit all this in there. And, and also the containers that contain the food exactly. because everybody overcooks because exactly. it's Thanksgiving. And you know I don't like leftovers. Sometimes, sometimes on that Friday I'm just like, can we just get Chinese food, please? <laughs> I love Chinese food. I'm gonna get some tonight. I've been eating a lot of that during Let's get countdown Chinese. nights. Let's get Chinese. That's a good call, sir. I love Chinese food. That's a good call. So make sure you call 9580-JALEN. Continue the Thanksgiving conversation. We appreciate you doing so. And Chitlin smell up the whole block, family. Woof. No thank you. Oof. No thank you. Anybody chime in on live if you've ever I want to hear from my Caucasian brothers and sisters that eat Chitlins. Because I think that happens in the South, I'm sure. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. That, that's regional for sure. Yeah. You know what else I want to ask? I'm glad I brought This is a good segue. Great. You brought up some earlier today about your basketball run. Mm-hmm. And you said the first five to arrive start. First five to arrive start. There's usually only six people, right? Or seven. So, so I, it's I like need a, it's to an ask everybody. Rule. It's an unwritten rule. First five to arrive. I need to ask everybody. Is that cultural or regional? I don't know. It's just First five fair. to arrive start. Just. Touch. But I'm Touch. like the worst Tell player me. on the team, so if it's like the playoffs, I'll be like, go ahead, dude. You can take my spot. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. It, 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 ha- it has to. Yeah. <laughs> it, 
Todd says it's cultural, but it's a very diverse team. Very diverse team. Very diverse team. That's fun. Wins. Well, Jalen, what up, a big game tomorrow. Are you going to coach? Yeah, I'm coming represent for sure. I'll sit on the coach. bench. I'm going to, as tomorrow after the show, I'm going to. You're I'm lying. Gonna, you're lying. No, you're not, no, you're not lying about coming. You're lying about sitting on the bench. I've never seen. You would not sit on the bench the entire time. It depends on if I can still have fun or not. You can have fun? Okay, cool. So here's what I'm going to do. After the show tomorrow, mm-hmm. I'm going to need you to write down or print out the six players on my roster. Okay, I got you. There's a couple of their strengths, a couple of their weaknesses. Still scouting report? Yeah, just a couple of their strengths, a couple of their weaknesses. Well, there's one player that doesn't have any strengths anymore. Who's that, you? Yeah. <laughs> you playing 40 minutes. It's just weaknesses. You playing you're not 40 minutes. To do substitutions. No, you're there for motivational purposes. Oh, then why well, I'm a coach? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? So hold on, y'all don't hold on, y'all the, the, the Nets with Steve Nash? What exactly. do you mean? There, what do you mean? You're there for emotional support. What do you mean? You're, I can't you're like coach. a service dog. See, that's what see no, no. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to do it. Nah, uh-uh. There's uh-uh. no chance. Nah. There's no chance you're showing up. Nah. So can, you can do whatever you want. You nah. can sub, you can play. No, nah, I don't need no scouting report then. You're not going, you're not, you know you're not, I mean? you're not even going to be there. I am going to come. You're not even going to be there. I am going to come. I'll give you the information. We'll see if you come on Friday's show. Okay, Friday's cool. show. We'll That'll see. be dope. We always want to hear from you at 9580 Jalen. Oh, I just got told we're dark Friday. Do you know what that means? Extra beers after the game. Mm-hmm. No show on Friday and mm-hmm. a game Thursday mm-hmm. night? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. You're going to be like a college kid on Thursday. Oh, no. Well, I just forgot that Joey was watching you on Instagram Live, so I'm just going to details. <laughs> I mean, extra push-ups after the game. <laughs> exactly. And then I'm going to go home exactly. and, and uh, hang the pictures on the wall. The main thing after the game that y'all got to always do as a team is stretch. Stretch. You know, y- y'all got y'all to gotta stretch. Stretch. You know what I mean? That take at least... 45 no. minutes to if you, you should see my You should see my pregame stretching routine. It's like I'll touch my toes once, Dude, lean long. over a couple times. Dude, All right, long. ready to go. It takes me like seven <laughs> possessions. So I'm like, okay, now I'm actually here. I'm actually here. Big game tomorrow night. Jalen Rose, one topic I wanted to discuss with you. You and I have discussed the physical fitness of a gentleman by the name of Zion Williams, Williamson many times. Mm-hmm. He's been critiqued for... What people say is is, his not exactly being in peak shape. And here's what he said. Quote, imagine if somebody talked about their child, how they spoke about me, critiquing your body, critiquing how I look. Every time they talked about me, it was about weight, how bad I looked. I don't even think they realized what kind of an impact that can have on you. So my question for you is this. Do you have any regrets about critiquing him for his physical fitness or lack thereof or is it you're a professional athlete this comes with the territory all of what he said is actually true but if you really acknowledge the number one overall pick out of Duke usually when we're talking about him us we're talking about how he almost averaged 30 and shot 60% from the floor and I'm talking about the Pelicans fly the Pelicans fly. And so for, for us, it's great to see him healthy because the Pelicans, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all needed a stock to, to invest in the NBA, how long I've been saying this, fam? How long? I know you don't listen to me. Let me ask you again. How long I've been saying this? Saying what? About the Pelicans. 
Well, not so long that you're wrong, but long enough so you're right. So like two years. Boom. And so it started with Brandon Ingram's ascension, actually. When he became an all-star level player, he he was always a, a great scorer. You know, some of the comparisons were like a, a version of a KD um, based on his build. But he also played mid-range. So DeMar DeRozan and him still play mid-range and be knocking down shots, take the open shots. But then he developed as a playmaker too. And if you hear him speak, he one of those guys that just love the game. And based on that, he's going to keep getting better. So now you add Zion to go with him. Bull in the China shop. And when you analyze a player, all of them, Kenny Lofton Jr., the Joker, Draymond Green, Kevin Love. It could go the other way, too. Kevin Durant, is he going to be strong enough? Same with Giannis. It, Victor Wiminyama. People are going to say that about him. Chet, don't get Chet. Chet Holmgren. It goes the other way, too. And so it's not a critique to analyze the fact that an athlete is built a certain way. We're going to analyze everything. You're going to talk about your elbow. Just today we talked about Josh Allen's elbow. It's. I also feel like if you are a professional athlete, when, when people make fun of Draymond Green's lack of three-point shooting, that is also critique. So I think people like it, this is sort of a flashpoint thing because of the sort of body shaming pin, you know, sort of sort of acknowledgement that our society has been on lately. But I think it's different in the realm of athletics, right? Like you're supposed to be part of like how physically fit you are is part of your job. Well, it's not part of your job. It is your job. And like I've said about Luca for the last year and a half, when he decided to put out videos of him working out in the offseason, he going to compete for MVP. Yeah, but LeBron works out with a no shirt. Luca works out with three shirts. <laughs> well, Luca go. Well, well Luca swimming a shirt. You know what I'm saying? He, 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 he getting there. You know what I'm saying? But here's the point: if he hears us say that, I don't think he should take it personal. No, because it's not personal. And it's like, dog, you're like MVP. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're also saying that Joker. But also, here's what we're also doing, man. It, like any life skill, man. If they improve that, that. It'll be over. I did. When I read the quote from Zion, there's a part of me that felt some regret. I felt personally bad. I'm like, oh, man, like, you know, it, maybe whether he, he he heard me or not. Like, man, did I just hurt Zion Williamson's feelings? Did I? But then at the same time, I'm like, he's Zion Williamson. Like, this is what happens. If you're a professional athlete and you're not playing up to your potential because you're not in shape, I think that's worthy of mentioning in the sports media. Well, no, here, here's what made it more of a, a conversation piece. In the league, amongst fans and amongst media, and in Las Vegas who are trying to figure how they're going to bet odds on who's going to win the NBA championship. We start to look at games played. And then you start to look at him being injured. And then you acknowledge, oh, if he wasn't carrying so much weight on the limbs that continue to get injured, he may put himself in position to be more durable. That That's really what, what people are saying when they acknowledge. It's no different when Brandon Ingram came out, people said he needs to get stronger. It, wor- it works both ways. 
And so as a as a player and as a professional, it comes with the territory. Now, where it goes too far is when people name call. The Photoshop. Or crack yeah, jokes yeah. or make it personal. You know what I'm saying? That's where it goes too far. I, I remember a, a, a once famous debate I've had on television talking about that very topic. And that was one of the inspirations for me as a former player to actually want to get into the media because I felt like I can articulate and say what I see from an insider standpoint without being a, without having to name call. Absolutely. <clears throat> Shout to Zion. And let me say one other thing. Shout to my little brother, Willie Green, who's doing an amazing job with the Pelicans. They was 0-11 last year. And I'm telling y'all right now, when the Western Conference playoffs come, they're as deep as it gets. Valanchunas can flirt with 20 and 10. Herb Jones. Herb Jones out here Murphy. blocking three-point shots. Murphy. He out here blocking three-point shots. Alvarado. Murphy. Buckets. Graham. Buckets. Grand Theft. Alvarado. Dog. In the corner hiding. I love it. In the corner hiding, running behind people, stealing the ball. So fast. That's almost like uh, uh, something you'll see in a Harlem Globe. I've never seen to... it before. Correct. I've never seen it before. Come on, man. I've seen so many things happen on a basketball court. I've never seen someone act like they're on the bench and like stand there with their arms folded and wait till you're not looking and then while you're calling the play. So Zion and B.I. going to be all-stars this year. The Pelicans going to be contenders. And like I said, the Pelicans fly! Shout out to Cheryl Swoops and Teresha Witherspoon, too. Don't forget to call 9580-JALEN to give us your Thanksgiving traditions, um, your questions, your favorite sides, whatever you have. And we'll do one voicemail now, 9580-JALEN. Isaiah Jaylen. Lord Thomas III. Saw Leave him as well. us a – what do you – you saw Charles Barkley, Isaiah Thomas? Did, did, are, you, are you allowed to sit at that table? I mean, I – Are you serving? <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. to the legend, yes, <laughs> like, it's my honor to. You had a great career, but Isaiah yes. Thomas and Charles Barkley. I, I, I ran into the OG hairline Hall of Famer Marcus Johnson. Oh, did you guys You know what movie he was in? You know what movie he was in? Brother Rim? White Man Can't Jump. What a film. What a film. Classic. What a film. I don't know about the remake. I'm concerned. I'm concerned about the remake. After How High 2, I just don't trust anything. We disappointed I, in that. I, I don't trust anything anymore. We disappointed in that. There should never that have been ridiculous. a How High 2 without Red and Meth prominently And it, it was like the original air on VH1? What? I was like, I was, I was, what? God, the disrespect. Ah, look out. It's the Funkadelic Funk for Chuffed. Don't be knowing my name. Did we did something? a petition for that. I think it got like 50,000 people signed yeah. up. We the top notch of the block, because I... 9580 Red Man, mail. Reggie Noble. We'll put you on the show just like this. PMD. What up, though? Hey, guys, this is Josh calling from New York City. I was listening to your pod, and you said, call us about wings. So I paused the pod, and I'm calling you about wings. First off, team drumstick. I, I don't get flat. Drumstick's got the big, juicy bite. That's the number one bite. Jacoby, I'll eat all your drumsticks. Um, but my question for you guys about wings is how how much do you dig into them? Like when I'm looking at my plate of wings after I've eaten them, it's like they're fossils you could have dug out of the ground. Like they're clean. There's not one piece of meat. Sometimes I look over at my friends. They've got a lot of meat left on the bone on the plate. So I'm curious for you guys, 
how do you eat your wings? Are you eating a lot? Are you eating a little? Uh, love the pod. Love you guys. Uh, thanks. Okay. First of all, shout to Josh. What up, though, Josh? Thank you for the love. Always, Appreciate the continued support. I always love our callers that you can just tell if they're black or white. You know what I mean? Josh's <laughs> Josh's caucasity just comes right through in his voice. I like that. I, I appreciate Trademark. that very much. He is drumsticks over wings. I got one for you, Reg. When somebody dropped one, trademark. And he has a couple of questions for us. Number one, I don't do the complete clean bone move because I find at the end sometimes there are some crunchy, grizzly, not meaty bites, but I have a pretty clean bone, and my technique with the flats is pop one of the ends, open up the flats like a butterfly knife, and then I'll do one teeth scrape on one bone, the the smaller one, and then on the other bone, depending on how much came with the other bone, I will attack that. On, on a on a on a, uh, a a you know on a basis of situation by situation. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Appreciate the love. Jalen and Jacoby, food news, sports, entertainment, multimedia, music. How clean are fashion, your bones? Chicken. Each piece isn't cooked equally. They're like fingers. They're all their own different digits. Yeah, they are. So to me, that's how much of it I eat. If I really love the wing, then I'll eat 100% of it. If I don't really love it, I'll eat a portion of it. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I have a question that that Josh reminded me of, and I don't really know my answer to this, but I'll tell you what happened to me in my last wing experience. They had five wings or ten wings, and I said to myself, hmm, I'll take five. What very quickly? What is your ideal serving of wings? How many is ideal for you? Ideal, you got to get at least 10. I don't know. At least 10, 12. But when I buy like Yeah, your your I, wing I, your wing consumption habits are abnormal. Yeah, I'm gonna buy a ton. I'm, yeah, I'm going just, wing just, stock, lemon want, pepper, extra you want three rub. different flavors just to like try. Yeah, around. exactly. Yes. I, I want to try like four or five different kinds. I've, and I want to have a potluck and be able to share them with people. Something Jaylen I'm about to enjoy his wings this. With strangers, I've no seen doubt. it happen before. <laughs> I've seen you force wings on strangers. <laughs> hey, how about this? Rest in peace to Jeannie Cassandra Rose. What did that caller? They ended up coming to the show, say, about the J&J show, about he was about to eat. Oh, the seafood pizza. And Jeannie Cassandra Rose, Jalen's mom, forced it upon him. Just He he was curious about it, and she <laughs> would not let this man not eat the seafood pizza. Got to try it. It's going to change the game for you. And what did he say? Loved it. It's his favorite food now. Yeah. I tried it too. Not my favorite food. <laughs> I'll take seafood on plates. <clears throat> And I'll take pizza without seafood. We will be back with another dope pot to step to tomorrow. Don't forget to call 9580 Jalen with all of your Thanksgiving thoughts. Get us ready for the Thanksgiving holiday. And we'll be back tomorrow. Why is that? We got to get you some chitlins. No, no. I'm not We're not that. done. We're not done. No chitlins. Like the Blastmaster KRS One once famously told the TR 808 D Nice, we are not done. Got to give the beat.